Welcome to the weird world of oddities. What is that? I think it's some kind of diving helmet. That's amazing, but it's probably not for diving. This is a bottle of rotting teeth. <laughs> Essentially. Essentially. Oh my God. It's a human brain. Incredible. I'm looking for something morbid and unique. Mm -hmm. One second. Okay. Oh my gosh, what is that? Obscura ain't your grandmother's antique shop. Whoa! <laughs> well, unless your grandma's a bit of a kook. Is that a straight jacket? I'm Mike. And I'm Evan. We've, We've spent, spent our, our entire, entire lives, lives collecting and dealing, hunting and picking, to get this business down to a science. This is Oddities. Hello. Hello. How's it going? Hi. Just have a look around. Um, okay. My name is Anne, and I'm an artist, and I just moved to New York City. Are you looking for something specific? <clears throat> I'm really looking something for my art. What kind of art do you do? Sculpture is about bodily presence and okay. functions. Sculpture is made out of urine. You do sculptures made, made out of urine? Yeah. Um, I had all these different variations of yellow, like the whole spectrum. I took it and I put in all these baggies and then I um, hung it on a window so when the light shone through, it created this beautiful, stained almost stained glass. Now that must have been a little hard on the nose. Well, luckily for me, I don't really have a sense of smell. So that saves me from a lot of trouble also in my personal life. I used to make like a lot of poop art, so I went through this like poop stage um, where I was really into poop. I love that, like beauty, disgust. Right, bodily that. repulsion. Yeah. So I'm looking okay. for something like that that's like beautiful, bodily. We yeah. have a few things in here actually. What's this little thing? That's bastard? bodily and repulsive. Bear made of belly button lint. Oh my god, that's amazing. But I feel like this is already a piece of art. I don't want to like take someone else's art. I want to make my own art. So you are the raw materials. Yeah. This is a bottle of rotting teeth. Wow. <laughs> Essentially. Essentially. These are all extracted teeth that were from different dentists' office and then donated to a school of dentistry so that students could examine these pieces. They'd pre-drill the cavity and then the students would fill it for an exam. You're really bonding with those teeth. It's my baby. The jar of teeth is both beautiful and disgusting. And that's why I love it. How much for this? We generally sell them by the tooth. Right. What's your budget well, like? For like $100? We can cut yeah. you a deal for $100. You get almost a full set of teeth out of that. Yeah, at least. So you can individually pick out the ones that you want. Great. Hello. Hey, how you doing? If you want to see anything in the case, feel free to open that up. I'm actually looking for something. Uh, a Coney Island-related sideshow prop. Something used in an act or a souvenir piece? I, I mean, ideally, I, I'd like something that was stage used. Right. Oh, wow, those are pretty hard to come by. Coney Island was the mecca for sideshow acts. It's actually made of a bunch of different parks, many of which burned down repeatedly over the years. So finding real, genuine items from there uh, becomes quite a, quite a task. 
We've had pieces like that. We've had swords. We've had like blade boxes, old torches, old juggling pins. Oh wow! Uh, we've even had like the uh, the clowns. You know, you throw a ball and knock them down. Oh, the yeah. milk bottles you throw and knock down. Ideally, I I'd like to actually use it in my show. I'm a sideshow performer. <laughs> oh, okay. I do the better nails. I do sword swallowing, okay, all the fire classics. eating. Exactly, the working act. Okay. So I really would like to add a part of real Coney Island uh -huh. to my show. Telling the audience that it's from Coney Island, I would love nothing more than to use that in my show. So what price range are you thinking to spend on this thing? We're talking probably anywhere from 200 to let's say seven, eight. Right. I mean, the thing with a historic piece, you're paying for the provenance. Right. I mean, if we could track down one that was used by a well-known performer, the price would probably be a bit higher than that. Depending, Depending on, on what it is, right. maybe I'll even go a thousand, but somewhere in the right. Right. Uh -huh. exactly. right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, well, we're gonna get right on it. All right, thank you. Thanks for coming in. Hey, Marilyn, hey, how you Mike, doing? you open? Oh, yeah, yeah, come on in. Come in, he's open. <laughs> oh, man. What the? I'm Marilyn. And I'm Zav. I'm a model. And I'm a musician artist. What I'm... is that, even? <laughs> uh... I think it's some kind of diving helmet, from what I can gather. I'm not quite sure. Yeah, from Captain Nemo or something. <laughs> <laughs> it's leather. It's heavy. It's got porthole eyes, big tank on the back. I mean, it's just it's bizarre. My I Take a look. It's pretty heavy. Yeah, it is a bit. Where'd you get this thing? Um, we were just browsing, looking for props for a video that I was shooting. It was in the window of this prop store. Person who sold it to me didn't really know what it was. This thing is gorgeous. I mean, it's really old, really beautifully creepy. The thing is, it's probably not for diving. Really? Well, one of the main reasons is, see that ear hole? With a screen? Yeah, you, know, you wouldn't want to go underneath the water with a big screen in there. But then it has this tank, so not 100% sure what it was used for. I really want this helmet for the shop, but I really want to know what it is and where it came from and what it's worth before I just throw an offer on the thing. Would you mind if I show this to a friend of mine? He loves this kind of stuff and get his input on it, maybe he knows what it is, and come up with a, uh, a fair price for you. Sounds great. We've been on the hunt for a vintage Coney Island prop for a customer. There might be some stuff in here that's of interest. Wow! This is Oddities. The other day, Marilyn Zoth came by with this amazing helmet that I'd love to get for the store, but I don't even know what this thing was used for. So call my good friend Steve in. He's going to check it out. I love getting a call from Mike. He always has interesting things. My specialty is early scientific, medical, and industrial antiques. So where did you find this? A prop house. I was looking to get something for a music video. Loved the way it looked and just had to have it. It's a pretty unique piece. You found something special. Uh, this goes back to the 1870s and uh, wow. the eyes of Micah. Right. The same type of stuff that you would find in a potbelly stove for heat. So that gives you a clue. What you have here is actually a smoke mask. Oh. Firemen used it to rescue people in smoky buildings. It was the first, the very first smoke helmet. It had its own air supply. It has its own tank. Before that, there would be a 50-foot cable that uh, someone outside would have a bellows on. 
How much air would that hold? It doesn't seem like it's a very large tank. No, just enough to get them a little further than a, a hose would. Right. But the most interesting feature, and, and it's on no other smoke mask, it has windshield wipers. In a smoky room, to keep it clear, they can go in there and they can turn it and clean it. Uh, so how much would you say this is worth? They're impossible to find. In a perfect setting, maybe at an auction with collectors there that actually know what it is. You know, it could be anywhere from 2000 all the way up to $5,000. $5,000? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, it's getting heavy. Yeah, 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 put that out if you like. Uh, Good luck. Thank, thank you. you. All right. Wow. Yeah. I mean, more realistically, I'd probably be in at around like two grand. Can you do 2,500? Uh, 25 is still within my range on this thing. I mean, that works too. I could do 25. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Marilyn, it's a deal. Thank you so much. Thank you. We only paid $500 for this thing, so we're making a $2,000 profit. It's a good deal. We've been on the hunt for a vintage Coney Island prop for a customer, so we figured what better place to find a lead on a Coney Island item than Coney Island. So we're stopping by the museum to see if they have any information for us. I'm Aaron Beebe. I'm the museum director at Coney Island, USA. We do exhibitions and performances about the history and the future of Coney Island. This is neat stuff. Is that a weighted milk bottle? You know, I don't know, actually. That's a good question. It looks, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gay. It's Coney Island. I'm sure it is. Yeah. Right, right. You know, some there, there are cons and then there are real things. And you'd be surprised which is which. Carnival games are notorious for being rigged. Milk bottles that had lead weights in them. Ring tosses where the rings would not fit onto the base is almost impossible to win. These are dumbbells that belonged to the Mighty Adam, uh -huh. who was a sideshow performer, a strong man. Give him a shot. Oh, oh man! Look at you with one hand. Holy crap. That's really heavy. It looks like a cartoon dumbbell, almost like an inflatable, but it's a 100 pound dumbbell. That's a lot of heavy that I was thinking. <laughs> wow, I'm impressed. Girl! <laughs> yeah, this is a beautiful, beautiful selection. Do you have some stuff that uh, might be available? Um, obviously, I wouldn't sell you anything that was actually part of the museum collection. Understandably. Um, but we have objects that sometimes come into us that aren't actually appropriate for the permanent collection. Um, there might be some stuff in here that's of interest. Um, oh. Here, it's all sideshow-related material. Uh -huh. This is a high striker mallet. They'll get some gal up there and she's like, yo, ding, and then some like big muscle head comes by and they flick the switch and he's like, it goes up that side. <laughs> you know, like, oh, come on, buddy, you can't beat that gal. Things like that don't really happen in Coney Island. Usually. No, 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 no. This is a bed of nails. Wow. Oh, that's beautiful. What's that, the top part? Uh, the top part is a pillow. Oh, of course. Right? Yeah, of course. You can't have a bed of nails yeah. without a pillow. You, you have a person laying down on this, and then this one goes on the Goes top. on the chest, exactly. And then you can have people stand on top of it right. um, so that you're sandwiched between the bed and the pillow. There's no illusion. It's just physics. You know, your body weight is spread out over this bed. You distribute your weight. Exactly. This piece has a lot of history. It was part of our show for probably 25 years. Melvin Burkhardt probably performed really? on this. That's like such a royalty. Right. <laughs> Melvin Burkhardt. I see some of them are a little yeah. loose. Yeah, sure. It's a little rusty, too. That only adds to the appeal. This bit of nails definitely has the real Coney Island sideshow history that Adam is looking for. 
but I'm a little concerned about the condition of this thing. The nails are loose and rusty, the sides are all beat up. I mean, this thing could be quite dangerous to actually use, and Adam did say he wanted a working piece for his act, but if the price is right, it may be worth the risk. So what are you asking for this, this puppy? <laughs> uh, I mean, realistically, if I can get 500 for it, I think that would, that would help us. Um, what do you think? Yeah, that seems fine. Yeah, absolutely. I'm pretty happy with that. Thanks, Eric. Thank you. Thank guys. you very much. I got this part. Uh. <laughs> you got the rest. Excellent. Oh, yeah. Don't trip. Do you need help with that? Yeah, sure, please. My name is Stitch. I collect a lot of interesting, unique pieces. Jeez, this is good. Okay. What is this? Would you like to see it? I, I, yes. Oh my God, that's amazing. It's a human brain. Incredible. Do you know anything about it? No, I actually don't. Uh, I, I mean, I've been using it as a chair. Is it comfortable? Yes, very comfortable. You can sit on it. Okay. <sighs> the cerebral folds aren't all that comfortable. I feel like I'm gonna fall off. It kind of hits you in the wrong spot. And... Yeah. I can't imagine what this giant brain was made for. I mean, it's a little heavy to be set dressing. It's not a medical model because it's not labeled. And it's not really comfortable enough for furniture. I was looking to get rid of it. I don't really have the space for it anymore. Yeah, well, the stuff I buy, the brains I buy, tend to be medical models, teaching models. This looks more like art, so it's like the scientific value isn't all there. And it takes up a good chunk of uh, our real estate, so I think you're keeping the brain for now. Okay. It didn't go as, you know, as well as I thought it would, but I believe that there's a brighter future for this brain. Hey, how's it going? I'm looking for something for my husband. Uh -huh. um, it, it's his birthday, and I wanted to get him something for his collection. I am coming to Obscura because they have what my husband would want. The unusual, the odd, the unique. Collector. What does he collect? All types of things. Um, taxidermied items, vintage medical things. Right, we well, might have an item or two. Yeah, I was in was... front of our vintage medical cabinet. <laughs> yes. Feel free to open that up and root yeah. around. Thank you, I shall. There's an ether bottle. Oh. Ether's very relaxing. Nice on a birthday. Or not. Actually, I think he has something like that. Uh -huh. This is kind of a neat one. It's veterinary. So you give multiple injections. You set this to the amount that you want to go forward. <laughs> and then you go cow to cow to cow. They didn't care so much about using a sterile needle for every cow, of course, or pig. No. What about any of these down here? Oh, well, you can feel free to... It's a nice set of birthing forceps. Yeah, I Or salad tongs, oh. some people call them. <laughs> I'll pass on that. Yeah. yeah, like this is very nice. Just a, you know, irrigation syringe. But... Oh. No. I think he needs something a little more morbid and unique. Mm -hmm. A little something more unusual. All right. One second, Okay. Please. Oh my gosh, what is that? It's a two-faced cat. Oh my gosh, wow. Sometimes they call them Janus monsters because they have two faces. That's crazy. This kitten suffered from a condition known as diprosopus, which is often associated with a protein called, believe it or not, sonic hedgehog homologue. 
often when they're deformed like that, the internal parts are deformed as well, and they're either stillborn or die shortly after birth. Often you'll find it still has the umbilical cord on it. They usually live less than a week, and the main cause of death is when they both suckle. When one's suckling the milk, the other one inhales it and fills their lungs and they die. Definitely what I was going for. I think my husband would absolutely love this. How much? It's pretty rare we were gonna ask 700. Okay, he will be so happy. Deal. Thank you Thank so you much. much. Hey, Adam. Hey, what's up, guys? Yeah. Adam is back in Obscura. He had asked us to find a vintage Coney Island prop that he could use in his act. I just hope this thing doesn't give him tetanus. I think we may have found what you're looking for. Can I say it? Oh, man! It's bed of nails. That's insane. Straight from Coney Island, just like yes. This thing has the blood, sweat, and tears of authentic Coney Island performers. And they said these were used by a sideshow legend, Melvin Burkhardt. The man sure. who is, you know, the, the father of the modern sideshow. This is this is historical. There's more. Hold on. You want to get that? Yep. Holy cow! <laughs> Look at wow, that. Wow, a sandwich board. Or a pillow. Oh, these are sharp. They yeah, are still I mean, sharp. Yeah. There's some concerns, like there's a little, some bites taken out of the edge. Some of the nails are loose. You know, there's rust on it. Rust oh. is an understatement. Would you still be able to use it in that condition? I'll use it now. You will? I will certainly give it a test run right here. I've been doing this for a long time. I know how to lay on the bed of nails. I know how to have people stand on top of me on the bed of nails. It is dangerous. So I wouldn't recommend anybody trying this at home. Is it comfortable? Are you all right? This is perfect. I mean, I can, you wow. know, sit up like it. Now, what I would ask you to do is maybe grab the top piece and let me test out that no sandwich part. No way. Seriously? Don't drop it on my head, I know. whatever you very, do. Very, very careful. Oh, man. That is you crazy. You look totally comfortable. Let me tell you, it's a perfect fit. What's the damage on this? How much? We're asking uh, $11.50. What if I asked Evan to get up on me? You think that drop the price a bit? Um, yes. I'll do it. All right. One foot, the other foot. Oh my God. <laughs> All right. Maybe a thousand bucks. A thousand bucks. If I got the two of you on here, no if way. we can go even lower. <laughs> go down to nine. I can do nine. One, two, three. Okay, good. Get off. Wow. <laughs> oh Jeez. man. Are you okay? I'm perfectly fine. You would think standing on top of some guy sandwiched between two beds of nails would give you the upper hand in negotiations, but 900 is still a really good price for this item. Got yourself a deal the hard way. I, yep. <laughs> but I nailed it. Uh, yeah.